really wanted to go into the people. I wanted to connect. I wanted to understand my state. I wanted to walk. I'm new to politics. I'm only ten years into politics. Ten years is nothing in politics. No, it is not. But but when you walk and when you spend this kind of time, so this is like literally spending more than two hundred and twenty days away from family. Nothing. Just staying in the field with karyakartas, meeting people day in day out, every hour. You learn a lot, and it's been an amazing experience. I had this very strange experience in life, one of the very few that I have. In 2002, I think, I was the chief minister then. I was spending the night in Mandla Guest House, Mandla Government Guest House, which is on the banks of River Narmada. I'm a very sound sleeper, but uh, I got up thrice between two and four, and every time I got up, some kind of a premonition that you should do Narmada Parikrama. Call it a spiritual journey or an electoral exigency. Politicians in India are known to initiate padyatras to reinvent their politics. After all, the original padyatra by Mahatma Gandhi in 1930 had drawn Indians into the freedom struggle. A simple act of disobedience of making salt at Dandi in Gujarat had rattled the British. Since then. Padyatra has been incorporated in the political playbook. In this episode of ET's Morning Brief, we will speak to politicians who have embarked on this long and arduous journey of padyatras, and we'll examine a few basic questions. Do such physically exacting journeys make a difference? Are these really spiritual journeys which change a person and his outlook, or? they are an obvious means to an electoral end this is the morning brief and i am your host nidhi sharma In 2023 Rahul Gandhi had completed Bharat Jodo Yatra which started in Kanyakumari and traversed through 12 states to culminate in Srinagar. As we step into a new year, Congress is launching the second phase called the Bharat Jodo Nyay Yatra from Manipur to Mumbai on January 14. Today, I'll be joined by three politicians who have embarked on their own padyatras spanning over several months telugu desam party national general secretary nara lokesh who completed his yuva galam padyatra in december will tell us why he decided to initiate the walk and what are his learnings former madhya pradesh chief minister and congress veteran digvijay singh will speak about his narmada parikrama which helped congress seize power in the hindi heartland state in 2018 BJP's national spokesperson Shah Nawaz Hussain explains what a party can gain through such padyatras. We first begin from Andhra Pradesh, a state where padyatras have been synonymous with a regime change. In 1983, TDP founder N.T. Rama Rao had embarked on Chaitanya Ratham Yatra, though it wasn't a padyatra and it was actually a rath yatra. 
it had an electoral benefit. In 2003, Congress leader Y.S. Rajshekhar Reddy had undertaken a 1,500-kilometer, two-month-long padyatra to raise drought-hit farmers' life. A year later, Congress swept the assembly elections. Later in 2018, his son Y.S. Jagan Mohan Reddy initiated a Praja Sankalp Yatra and cornered 151 of the 175 seats in 2019 assembly elections. As the countdown to the next election begins, TDP National General Secretary Nara Lokesh has completed his 3,000-kilometer Padyatra. So, Lokesh, we are completing your uh, Yatra now. So, why the Yatra? I mean, over the last close to four years, um, when I met different cross-sections of people uh, in Andhra Pradesh, they felt insecure to talk against the government because anyone who sends a WhatsApp message or puts a post on Facebook or tweets cases were foisted against them. So they always wanted a platform, especially the youth wanted a platform. And that's where I felt Yuvagalam will be a platform for the voice of youth. And before I realized that it became a platform for people of Andhra Pradesh. So people from across cross-sections whose dissent has been quashed by this government, they've come out in big numbers to come out and talk against the government. And this Patiyatra has become that platform. When you do such political yatras, how does it help the party? See, uh, public issues do change. And it's important for political leaders to go back to grassroots to understand whether in power or out of power. That's very, very important. Padhyatra is a great rule to understand grassroots issues. So it could be quality of roads, it could be drinking water, housing, it could be issues like drugs, uh, it could be issues like unemployment. So it's very important that uh, people like us actually go back to the field and hear the real issues that public are currently facing. So Padhyatra is one of the greatest way to connect. To people again. How has it been physically? I mean, did you have to prepare for it? Oh, not at all. I mean, before I started the Padhyatra, due to COVID lockdown, I've lost close to 27 kilograms from my peak. So I think I was mentally, physically quite prepared. And I did walk when Mr. Naidu did his Padhyatra uh, way back in 2012. And I do understand how challenging it was. So I think I was much better prepared for it, mentally and physically. So whose idea was the Yatra? It was totally mine. Totally yours. It was absolutely mine. I really wanted to go to the people. I wanted to connect. I wanted to understand my state. I wanted to walk. So you, you bounced it off your father as well? Yes, I did. We, I know that I'm only child. Every decision gets discussed uh, very transparently. We did discuss with him. I did discuss with a lot of the senior leaders. There was various opinions. Uh, but at the end, uh, you know, all of us felt yes. 80% of them felt yes. Padhyatra is the right format. I mean, the only debate was whether I cycle or I walk. Oh, okay. That's cycle is the TDP symbol. Mm-hmm. Whether I do a cycle yatra yeah. or a yatra. Yeah. Problem with cycle is you can't meet. It's difficult to do start-stop, start-stop. Unless it's an EV cycle. You can't pedal and start-stop. It becomes very difficult. So we said, hey, let's do a padhyatra. What about your father? Uh, what does he see? Look at this padhyatra. So unlike popular belief, uh, Mr. Naidu is a person who lets you experiment and fail. And his only thumb rule is you will fall, stand up fast and run again. So, in the, I mean, the entire Padhyatra was planned, designed by, you know, the youth team, executed by the youth team. We barely took any resources from the party in terms of leadership or field activity, except for those particular constancies where I walk. So, I think it's been an amazing experience. And surprisingly, Mr. Naidu has had very limited to no feedback on areas to improve and uh, sort of strengthen the Padhyatra. So, clearly, we're doing something right here. 
Post independence, India has a long history of such padyatras. In 1983, Janata Party President Chandrasekhar has started an All India Padyatra from Kanyakumari, which had made him a natural claimant for the prime ministerial post in the coalition years later. In 1985, Rajiv Gandhi had announced a Congress Sandesh Yatra. In 1990, he had started Bharat Yatra, traveling in second-class train compartments. The same year, then BJP Chief L K Advani had initiated his Somnath to Ayodhya Rath Yatra, which saw the party launch its Ram Temple plan. Cut to 2017, Congress veteran Digvijay Singh. Initiated Narmada Parikrama, a spiritual journey which took him through Madhya Pradesh, Maharashtra, and parts of Gujarat. Coming a year before the assembly elections, there was no doubt in anyone's mind that it had turned into a grassroots mass contact program. So, was it a spiritual journey for you, or yes. it was absolutely spiritual and? It had nothing to do with politics. In fact, I did not uh, even uh, use my Twitter handle in, in those six months, ten days, and did not give any statement. And you'll be surprised. I've sort of gone on record to say that when we entered Gujarat from Maharashtra, it was late evening, and we had to climb up the mountain, which was more than about eight hundred to one thousand feet in the jungle, deep forest. And we started about six thirty. When we reached there, about ten thirty, where we were supposed to stay. Can you imagine? Uh, that was the time when the Gujarat twenty seventeen elections were on. The day we entered Gujarat was the last day of nomination, and the day we left Gujarat, it was the polling day. And I was surprised when the local police of the forest officer, he was uh, blunt enough to say that, sir, I am an assistant conservator of forest. And I believe in the ideology of RSS. I said, "How come you are a government officer?" Said, "So what, sir?" And said, "I've been asked by Mr. Amit Shah to look after you and arrange everything when you are walking through the forest." I said, "That's very kind of him." So a lot of uh, BJP and Congress people they met us. Of course, it was totally. And I remember another village uh, in Bharuj, where we stayed overnight. It was raining. We were put up in the Dharamshala of a kibbutz. So, ten fifteen, ten thirty in the night, there were some RSS boys who did their sadavat sale matrubhumi <laughs> just to probably okay. show show me this thing. Okay. And in fact, uh, where we stayed, there was a photograph of Edgarji and Guru Golwalkarji, where we were supposed to sleep in that room. So, uh, knowing myself. I said I would not like to get them in the morning and see their face. <laughs> so, so I turned their photograph around. <laughs> not that I have any objection to that, but still, I as a, as a joke to my wife, I said I said I don't want to see the RSS Guruji every in the morning. But were you a changed person? Let me put it this way: uh, when you well, Nidhi, I have been the same. Uh, I, I, I see. I from the very beginning, from school days, I have been a person who who listens to everyone. But does what I want to do. But I can tell you one thing: it renewed my contacts with the people, which I had lost after I couldn't form the government in two thousand three. I had taken a vow for ten years I will not sort of fight any election. 
then I was asked by my Congress uh, party to work more outside Madhya Pradesh than inside Madhya Pradesh. So I had virtually lost contact with the new generation. But that revived my contact with my old friends. They came with their daughter, their sons, their daughter-in-laws, their son-in-laws, their grandchildren. That was a great sort of meeting place where they brought food for us, sweets for us. They arranged our stay. All that, you know, mass kind of a movement developed, which uh, politically benefited uh, me personally. By the same time, uh, it was a great reunion with my old Congress workers because from 1977, I became an MLA, then I became a PCC president. I had uh, very close family connections with Congress workers throughout the state. Therefore, I think it was a great opportunity for my friends to sort of revive our contact, the and, reunion kind of a thing. And Congress uh, won the next election <laughs> in 2018. Yes, we did win more than 70 to 80 percent of the seats. Uh, along the Nirmada. Exactly. So that is what I wanted to say, that there was this analysis that showed that the path that you had taken, <laughs> actually, uh, you know, there was a lot of electoral success. Yeah, so do you yeah. think any yatra, because you began with political yatra, any political yatra... Well, you see the political yatra of Advani ji? Yes. From 2, they went up to 80. So does the success of a padyatra really You see, mean- one, one has to know the objective. Is it uh, political or it is spiritual or a commitment to yourself? All that uh, makes a difference. My yatra was, I, I can assure you, I did not talk politics in those six months, 10 days. And uh, incidentally, I went and had my lunch at Shivra Singh Chauhan's house. His village is on the banks of the river Narbada. And his family all, they sort of welcomed us. We had lunch with them. They arranged for our whole group to have lunch with them. So therefore, a lot of people came to see me, see us, the whole group. And uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Netas across the political spectrum are united in saying that every yatra should have a specific purpose. As a member of BJP's youth wing in the 1990s, BJP national spokesperson Shahnawaz Hussain remembers being a part of a padyatra from Kolkata to Qatar. It wasn't just the physical duress he remembers, but the challenge of keeping up the tempo of a padyatra in a state where BJP practically had no political footprint. Sir, tell us about your padyatra from Kolkata to Qatar and why did you initiate it? आपको स्टेशन पे लोग मिलते हैं आप जब रथ से जाते हैं तो फिर चौक चौराहे पे लोग मिलते हैं लेकिन आप पदयात्रा करते हैं तो दोनों तरफ आपको लोग मिलते हैं चंद्रशेखर जी ने यात्रा की थी उसका बड़ा फायदा हुआ था उनको और देश को जानने का भी मौका मिलता है तो यात्रा का एक महत्व है और बहुत ज्यादा महत्व है क्योंकि हमारे यहां रथ यात्रा तो बहुत हुई है लेकिन हमने यूथ विंग में पदयात्रा शुरू की थी वो और उसका बहुत लाभ पार्टी को हुआ था क्या लाभ हुआ था सर ऐसे क्या लोगों में जहां हम पार्टी जैसे मान लीजिए कि हम बंगाल में बड़ी ताकत नहीं थे तो हम डिस्ट्रिक्ट हेडक्वार्टर पे या ब्लॉक हेडक्वार्टर पर हम जाने जाते थे लेकिन जब यात्रा लेकर झंडा लेकर चले तो गांव-गांव लोगों ने देखा कि ये जा रहे हैं ये कौन लोग हैं क्या चर्चा कर रहे हैं बीजेपी के बारे में तो सब लोग जानते थे वे अडवाणी जी के रथ यात्रा के बाद 
और उससे पहले भी बीजेपी तो एक बड़ी ताकत थी लेकिन बंगाल में नहीं थी और डॉक्टर श्यामा प्रसाद मुखर्जी तो वहीं के थे जो हमारे संस्थापक हैं लेकिन इस यात्रा का एक तो हम लोगों की हिम्मत हौसला भी बढ़ा कई जगह अनुभव बहुत अच्छा नहीं था और कई जगह बहुत अच्छा रिस्पॉन्स था लेकिन ये यात्रा पहले जो प्लान किया वो आसान काम नहीं होता है अब तो लोग यात्रा करते हैं तो पूरी वैन चलती है और उसमें सुख सुविधाएं होती हैं हम लोग के वक्त में तो जिस चप्पल और जूते में चल रहे थे कई हमारे साथी थे जो चप्पल में ही चल रहे थे तो शाम होते होते तो हालत खराब हो जाती थी फिर गर्म पानी में वो नमक डाल के पैर रखते थे और ये यात्रा पूरा हम लोगों ने किया सर कितना एक दिन में कितना चल लेते थे आप लोग एक दिन में हम लोग 20 से 22 किलोमीटर 25 किलोमीटर तक भी चले और कलकत्ता से कटक की यात्रा यादगार रही हमारे जीवन में भी इसका महत्व है कि हमने यात्रा की अभी जैसे चंद्रशेखर जी की भी यात्रा थी बहुत बड़ी पद यात्रा थी हम लोगों ने तो बहुत सीखा क्या सीखा सर के लोगों से कैसे कनेक्ट होते हैं कैसे जो लोग आपको नोटिस नहीं भी लेते हैं उनको अपने नोटिस में कैसे लाते हैं लोग क्या देख रहे हैं मकसद भी है जैसे हम लोगों को नेताजी सुभाष चंद्र बोस को समर्पित थी वो यात्रा तो हम लोग उनको आदर्श मानते हैं अपना कि उन्होंने देश के लिए बहुत बड़ा काम किया तो युवा मोर्चा के नाते हम लोग भारतीय जनता युवा मोर्चा के नाते ये था कि हम लोग इसको पूरा करेंगे और उनको श्रद्धांजलि भी होगी तो हर बार जब भी हम ऐसी जैसे भारत जोड़ो यात्रा के बारे में बात करते हैं या किसी के बारे में बात करते हैं हमेशा इसको एक इलेक्शन से रिलेटेड रहता है कि हमारी यात्रा इलेक्शन वाली नहीं थी जो युवा मोर्चा की यात्रा थी हम सब लोग थे कोई व्यक्ति की यात्रा नहीं थी उसका कोई मकसद व्यक्ति का वाला नहीं था समर्पित थी और चुनाव भी नहीं था उस वक्त लेकिन और लोग जो यात्रा जो भारत जोड़ो का कह रहे हैं इनका तो मकसद ही था भारत जोड़ो कहीं टूटा हुआ हो तो जोड़ो कहा टूटा हुआ था भारत कहा कोई आंदोलन चल रहा था कहा कोई अलगाव की बात कर रहे थे भारत तो जुड़ा हुआ है जुड़ा ही रहेगा लेकिन नाम दे दिया कि भारत जोड़ो और नफरत छोड़ो और नफरत तो जिन्होंने फैलाई वही ये बात कह रहे थे इससे कोई फर्क पड़ने वाला नहीं था हम लोग तो भारत जोड़ो यात्रा में को पोलिटिकल यात्रा कह सकते हैं हमारी पोलिटिकल नहीं थी हमारी नेताजी सुभाष चंद्र बोस को युवाओं के जरिए एक श्रद्धांजलि थी और उस पथ पे हम लोग चले थे एक पदयात्रा को जब सक्सेस बोला जाता है या हम मतलब आप लोग जैसे चले तो उसका एक मकसद होना जरूरी है या नहीं, मकसद तो होना ही चाहिए बिना मकसद के आप चले जा रहे हैं तो आप चले जाइए नेहरू पार्क में देखिए लोग भागे जा रहे हैं बीस किलोमीटर रोज बहुत लोग मिलेंगे पूछे क्यों भागे जा रहे हैं तो बस सेहत के लिए उनका मकसद सेहत है और जो भारत जोड़ो यात्रा थी इसका मकसद पार्टी की उनकी सेहत या उनकी अपनी इमेज बिल्डिंग किसी ने उनको बता दिया कि आपकी ऐसी इमेज बनेगी जैसे किसी ने समझा दिया कि टी शर्ट पहनने से आपकी इमेज जो है वो बहुत अच्छी हो जाएगी तो टी शर्ट पहनने उपलब्धि क्या रही टी शर्ट के अलावा तो कोई उपलब्धि नहीं रही इट इज एविडेंट दैट इफ अ पोलिटिशियन गोज ऑन पद यात्रा देर इज ऑलवेज अलिटिकल पर्पज The route is well charted after a meticulous analysis of assembly constituencies and what political gains could come out of traversing them. In fact, in Nara Lokesh's Yuva Galam Yatra, 
assembly constituencies were categorized as A, B and C as per the party's electoral track record. But it is not easy to walk thousands of kilometers. Rahul Gandhi had a knee issue which meant physio sessions. Nana Lokesh set himself a physically daunting task of being on 23-hour intermittent fasting schedule while he walked 15 to 20 kilometers. So yes, it is not easy. In the election season, especially with 2024 Lok Sabha elections around the corner, there will be many such patyatras. This is all for today. I'm your host Nidhi Sharma signing off. You've been listening to The Morning Brief and this episode was produced by Surohini Jain, sound editor Indronil Bhattacharji, executive producers Anupriya Nair, Anirban Chaudhary and Arijit Parman. The Morning Brief episodes drop every Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. Do tune in to ET Play for all audio content, including The Morning Brief. You can listen to our podcast on all major podcast streaming platforms. Thank you for listening and have a lovely day ahead. All external sound clips used in this episode belong to their respective owners. Credits are mentioned in the description.